Did you have fun? Good. Let's go home and make supper. Welcome to the ND Outdoors podcast. Welcome to episode 31 of the NDO podcast. On this episode, we have Ron Wilson, the magazine editor of North Dakota Outdoors. Thanks for being on, Ron. Thank you. Yeah, we're just going to talk a little bit about the history of the magazine, um, kind of how the content's changed, how lots of things have changed, and um, hopefully get into a few hunting stories leading up to the deer season, too. Sweet. So, yeah. yeah and I think, Ron, I think you should kind of introduce yourself a little bit about how you got here to the Game Fish Department. Well, at first, how you got path. to North Dakota. Path. Yeah. yeah, at first I want to know who canceled, so I got on. <laughs> I think we didn't. No, I think we just ended up... No, we've been trying to get you on for a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't Ever mind. I don't beginning. mind. I don't mind being second choice. <laughs> I'm sure I was my wife's second choice. <laughs> I am originally from Oregon, but I've been here long enough now that uh, God, I, I'm in North Dakota, and I've been here longer than I spent in Oregon. I am a journalist. Worked at one, two, three newspapers, and then I came here 20 years ago, and I am the third editor in the last. 62 years, I believe, at wow. North Dakota Outdoors. So you guys stick around a long time. Yeah, geez. Well, I was here right before Harold left. Yeah, yeah. And so. Well, yeah, I, I remember being an outdoor writer for Why Not Daily, Bismarck Tribune, thinking, God, this is a job I want because, you know, it's a cool job. And once you start doing it, it's like, yep, I'll retire here. <laughs> but I hunt and fish a lot. Uh, my kids do the same with me. My wife... She doesn't participate, but she applauds it. Very supportive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, she found the biggest uh, puffball mushroom, I think, in Burley County, and everybody mm -hmm. in half of Burley County knew it when she screamed, ah, "Look at this!" You know. So, but did anyway, you eat it? You know, we cut it open, like you said, and it didn't look right. A little to mushy me. in the middle. Yeah. 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 But mm -hmm. uh, anyway, I um, cooked mine, and I wasn't that big of a fan, Casey. Did <laughs> you? It was, it just ended up like mushy. Maybe I cut it yeah. into like too big of chunks. That could have been, yeah. But it was really, really brown inside. Oh yeah, then you don't want to eat. It should be pure white because it looked like, it's like it looked a like marshmallow. It's on the inside because it looked like you opened up a cow pie to mm -hmm. me, and I thought, now nah, we're not going to touch that. So yeah, but uh, but anyway, yeah, I like the outdoors just like you guys do. We're so, always hunting st something. Yeah. So one thing that's interesting is like you know, as a journalist, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people are trying to. Like, they love to hunt or fish mm -hmm. and want a career in it. Some say, well, I don't necessarily want to be a, b a biologist or something like that. But, I mean, it's another another way for a career path is through journalism. It certainly is. Because I did start off going through uh, fish and wildlife biology at UND. And uh, I was there. I think I was in that program for about a year, year and a half. And with many of the people that, that work here now and some that are retired, and, and I remember sitting there. And Bill Jensen came in. Um, well, there you're talking about the ultimate biologist. Right. He came, he came in to give a talk. And he said, okay, you got done with the talk. And he goes, and we're all North Dakota people sitting in there. And he goes, I, susp I suspect you want to work for the game fish. You know, a lot of hands went up. And then he said, uh, 
who's done an internship with the Game of Fish or Fish and Wildlife Service, Ducks Unlimited. I looked around and everybody's hands went up but mine. <laughs> and I was uh, older than average student. I looked around and I thought, wow, I'm behind the eight ball on this. And, and I was doing well. It's the first time I ever done well in college in my life. <laughs> and uh, I got up out of there, walked home, told my wife what I'd gone through and what I witnessed. And she said, I said, I got to switch. I got to do something else. And uh, she said, well, what about journalism? And I said, what about journalism? She goes, <laughs> she goes, well, you write really good letters. Yeah. So I said, okay. So here I am. So. Yeah, cool. So getting into the magazine, um, it's been a staple of the department since when? 1931. Uh, so if I had my math right, um, 92 years. And I, I've, I've gone through about every issue for, for 92 years and looked at them all. But the first one was, I think if you included the front cover and the back cover, it was five pages. <laughs> Typed out, and the, uh, um, the cover was a pencil, pencil drawing mm-hmm. of a kid uh, with a cane pole thrown over his shoulder, if I remember correctly. But, uh, um, but I think when Game and Fish went from a commission to what we are today, um, lawmakers said you have to have some kind of vehicle to um, keep public informed of what you're doing mm-hmm. and so it's one of those the way i read it is it's it's it will always be here in some form you know form or fashion but uh so it's good job security i guess i'd mm-hmm. really have to screw up to get sent <laughs> down the road i guess but uh it's it's uh we talked about this the other day in the hallway but uh the things that we wrote about 60 years ago mm-hmm. we're still writing about today you know the Habitat, not enough of it. You know, you could you could tell when there, when the, the grass was really green. The soil bank conservation, you know, CRP years and stuff, and the game mm-hmm. was thriving. And you know, that's what they're right about. But there's many, many, many lean years, and they're like, "What the heck are we going to do?" And we're doing the same thing today. But the issues haven't changed a bunch. It's just kind of interesting to me. And uh, we were, I don't want to say this nicely. We weren't very politically correct back in the day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about some of the things they wrote and how and what they said, but that that was the nature of the beast back in the day. But uh, um, um, it's an interesting vehicle, it mm-hmm. is, and I think we do. You know, my predecessors and the people I work with today, I think we do got do a nice job of delivering the message that need, needs to be delivered. So, mm-hmm. so how um, all of the pictures that are in, we'll start with the magazine, certainly. Because our magazine kind of has two parts. We have the magazine, and of course we do the calendar that yep. you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pictures in the magazine are, are a lot of times derived from maybe pictures that are taken by us staff. But yep, yep, yep. You know, how does all that work as far as pictures going in the magazine? Well, we've got a pretty good stable of photographers now, and I get Kayla's one of them. She provides stuff for me. Uh, uh, Ashley Peterson, Sandra Johnson, Jesse Kohler, Mike Anderson. Um, we're not hurting for art, mm-hmm. you know. Matter of fact, we have so much art, and it's we're at we're at a point right now where we need to kind of consolidate them so we can find out where everything is. Figure out how to find the yeah. picture yeah. we need. Yeah, because <laughs> when people are looking for something, they usually come to me because I've been doing it for twenty years, and I I, I I know we have that photo. I just couldn't tell you where it's at, but I'll mm-hmm. find it, you know. Um, so, and you know the the. the the people that are taking photos are very talented, but the equipment has gotten so much better. 
that, mm-hmm. that it's interesting to see just even from five years ago how how the photos have you know they're, they're so much better and then our cell phones um you know people that's what they're using when they're hero shot with their deer or walleye in the boat mm-hmm. or whatever they're just quality quality stuff so yeah, it used to be you couldn't take a picture with your cell phone and hardly see it on the no. computer screen, but now no, you no. now you can print it in a magazine. Right, and I remember something like 2008. It was kind of a big deal because we were our, uh, we ran a cell phone photo on the cover, and that was the first one ever. Then it's, it's you know now it's we've got the interior of the magazines littered with cell phone photos, and, they, and even the trail cam photos are getting so much nicer. Mm-hmm. We got a really nice one from there's some researchers. Story we did oh, a couple of weeks ago I was up in Turtle Mountains and they're studying martens in the uh, Turtle Mountains and they had these uh, trail cam photos and the gal said she had some good ones and I thought yeah whatever let me see them mm-hmm. and, yeah <laughs> really nice really nice good equipment yeah mm-hmm. yeah but our, and also the if you follow the magazine all um, I do have a lot of assistance. Um, with the photos, because I take very, very damn few. Um, but you'll notice that <laughs> the, the bylines on the vast majority of the, fo- uh, the stories are mine. Uh, that's mm-hmm. one thing that we don't have as a stable of writers, you know. Mm-hmm. We have very competent writers within the agency, but everybody's busy. So and there's no heavy lifting in writing. It's not that tough. I need something to do anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> But uh, um, anyway, mm-hmm. I love doing it. Yeah, I could retire, I think. Next year, maybe I'm 62. Are so you gonna I, stay for the hundreds? Yeah, uh, I maybe, maybe, <laughs> but I have, I have no intention. Re- I don't want to retire. Yeah, I, I enjoy mm-hmm. I enjoy what I do. I imagine, so. like, is there anything left that you haven't done or like want to capture or want to do a story on or want to be the cover? So I just imagine there'd be a lot where you've like, gosh, I've done this. I've done. Yeah. Is there but, anything left that hasn't been done? Oh, that's a good question. I. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, the thing about it is we do a, we do a lot of re- repetitive stuff. And that's for a reason. Like every year in February, we do the um, the lottery recap for deer, um, mm-hmm. pronghorn, and, and turkey. A you lot know, of people use that. They use it. Back they to they the do the use charts it. And stuff, yeah. 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 So and then we always do a year in review. And then we always do um, like uh, enforcement review. Um, when I come. Hunting outlook. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when I come to those, like the hunting outlook and the, and the uh, which is a double issue, August September or the fish, the you know, fishing outlook and mm-hmm. in uh, um, in spring, I get to those and I'm excited. And then I once I dig in, it's like, oh, it's the same thing we did last year. <laughs> same thing I've been doing for 20 years, and, and it gets <laughs> to be a little bit. But that's what people want. That's you got to mm-hmm. provide it to them. And fish stocking, that's another big yeah, one. That goes oh in yeah, the yeah. And, and you know, it's we are a historical. Um, part of this agency, and and so you you want to be able to go back and look. What was it like, you know, you know, twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, whatever, you know. So, um, um, so there's some value in that, I believe. Um, but anyway, there's never. We don't ever have a hard time finding something to write about. Mm-hmm. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, some things are more fun than others. Um, I mentioned the Martin story. Uh, we did that. And then um, Mike and I, 
what was the other one? Went out. Oh, when did, uh, long bill curlews out in the southwest. Things like things where I can actually get out of the office, yeah. Yeah. you know, and do. There, there's this cool. St- I love doing uh, stories on studies. I think they're cool. Uh, when I first started here, we'd do a, a story on a study, and then we'd never revisit it. Mm-hmm. So you think as a reader, it's like, well, what happened to that five-year elk study? Whatever, right. whatever, what came of it? Mm-hmm. You know. So now we're, we do a lot better job of maybe revisiting them too much. Some people might say, it, but uh, mm-hmm. anyway, always something to write about. Mm-hmm. And how can because uh, this has changed a little, but how can people get the magazine, or what are the different? We used to. Um, you know, we used to have rack sales and all that stuff, but it's, it's, you go on uh, our website and everything's online now and it's so, so it's dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's like two bucks an issue. Um, same thing with our calendar, which I'm sure we're going to visit about uh, uh, people. You can still walk into the office mm-hmm. and buy a calendar. We get lots and lots of people who come in and buy 20 at a time, stocking stuffers, mm-hmm. Don, Don has already taken many, many orders for the 2024 calendar already, but all that stuff now is online. So they can go online and you can still get the physical. Yep. Let's yep. talk about the physical magazine yeah, versus yeah. the new age. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, you can go online and, and read our magazine, mm-hmm. and I don't know what they call that flip style, mm-hmm. whatever it's in there, mm-hmm. and, and it looks really nice. Um, like everything else, there's talk of... Uh, of maybe going strictly online at some point. Um, it would be a cost saver, but hands down, it'd be a cost saver, but we're not looking to save money in this because I have money in the budget that I don't ever spend <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. it seems. you know. So that's really not an issue. But do people still want to hold it in their hands? I visited with Kayla mm-hmm. the other day about that, and her generation, I, I would have guessed her to say the opposite of what she told me, but she said, I still like the magazine in my hands. People my age, I believe, they want it in their hands also. But there's mm-hmm. also a lot, a lot of readers that uh, um, would simply be happy reading on, on, you know, on their computer, on their phone. We provide it for free on the uh, um, computer or on your phone. You, you don't even have to subscribe. Mm-hmm. And because our mission is not to make money, right. it's not our, our mission is to get it, the agency's voice out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. I'm not trying to turn away subscribers. But, Wait, how <laughs> but, how but many subscribers do we have now? It fluctuates. Uh, when I first started here, I think we had like 22,000. And just the other day, um, we were right around 28,000. We were over 30 for a handful of years. But it's interesting. And my theory is we were over 30 when the pheasant hunting's good. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, pheasant numbers are great, blah, 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 yeah. and da, da, da. So you go online to buy your hunting license. Hey, do you want do you want to buy your subscription for ten bucks? And people were doing that. Mm-hmm. And once the pheasant population started to go down a little bit, same with the deer population, mm-hmm. our, our numbers will drop a little bit. And I see it every time we have good reviews on our critters on the landscape; they'll go up or down. Mm-hmm. But so, but typically, if, he, if somebody stopped me on the street and asked me at any time how many subscribers you have, it's thirty thousand. So, so everything we do is based on critters on the landscape. Yeah, <laughs> our magazine. Yep, you know? yep, yep. <laughs> it's crazy, yep, isn't it? Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, I have no other answer for it. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's it. So that's still a pretty good number. It's not like we're. It's not like a lot of people are saying we'll just read it online. I mean, no. I, t- I told you one of the reasons why I like it the other day. So if you have a few of those old ones laying around when my boys were little, 
those little uh, the pictures of all the wildlife in there make great Nerf gun targets. <laughs> yeah. We used to cut out the animals and mm-hmm. set them up on the windowsill and and shoot them with Nerf guns up <laughs> there. I mean, it's like I where else can you find North Dakota critters yeah. to hunt in your yeah. house? Yeah. I told that to my husband last night. He said, oh, I'm sure Rod appreciates him cutting up his bags. <laughs> hey, just as long as they're not shooting at my photo. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's well. better than I read it and just throw it away, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm still using it and get yeah. use out of it. Right? Yeah. I asked the question one time. Uh, I don't know the answer, but uh, how many people we figured were reading it online. And uh, – Oh, did, did we have this conversation over our meetings? I can't remember. But yeah, uh, I mean, so we would have an answer on like how many views yeah. that page gets. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because it'd be interesting to know. Like, are we at a peak number mm-hmm. of readers? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. online and mm-hmm. and physical, or are we? You know, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you know, magazines going. You know. Yeah. I just kind of feel like magazines aren't going anywhere. No. I think still oh, need to sit on the coffee table. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's interesting, though, about is because we get many of the wildlife agencies around the country, we get those their magazines here. Mm-hmm. And in my 20 years here, it's interesting how many of them have just, they don't do a magazine at all, mm-hmm. or they've gone to the online version. It's, it's all a money thing, of course, for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, I like it for the simple fact that I could be talked into going that route. Um, for the simple fact that we would have the product in the hands of readers sooner. Because mm-hmm. people don't know the process because, you know, we spend all this time writing and editing and this and that, and then we do the internal editing, then we send it to the print shop, and then they, they do two different proofs, a real shiny, pretty one, and then kind of a, a, a low-end one. We go over both of those, um, and then once we do that, we, you always find mistakes mm-hmm. every single time. And then... And you got to send it back to them and fix those new mistakes. And that takes time. I mean, we're, we're looking at, you know, week to 10 days for that mm-hmm. to happen if everything goes according to plan. Well, if you put it online. It was there on day one. You're, you're there. Yeah. You're, you're already there. And the other nice thing, too, is, is we do that now. If we, let's say we print the magazine and we discover an error that's, oh, yeah, that one. Some we can live with, but or that's something we really need to correct. We can still go online and, and make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. But the one sitting on the coffee table or, or in somebody's home, you know, it is yeah, what it is. Yeah, that's going to be mistake yeah. circled and Ron's yeah. name highlighted. Right, right. <laughs> then they, then Mailed they, in. They tear, tear my photo out and shoot it with a dark gun. <laughs> yeah. Nerf so, dark yeah. gun. Nerf dark gun, yeah. 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 No, we haven't used your photo yet. <laughs> you should. Maybe on this next one I got yeah. coming, we'll yeah. start that. Yeah. Well, I got a big head, so it'd be a good target. Uh, so maybe move into the calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's one thing. I don't know. Uh, that calendar's been on a wall in the house I've lived in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I was in college, and that calendar was on our wall. And, you know, and, and mainly it's the season dates in the calendar. And sunset and sunrise times. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's like magically. My boys will be like, what time are we getting up in the morning? And I said, go look at the calendar. Yep. There you go. No, they're figuring it out. It's like, okay, Dad, we got to leave by 6 or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just a little history on the calendar maybe. In, oh, I'm trying to think. I think we did, we did something like the first calendar well well before my time. I, I believe it was late 80s. They put out the uh, first calendar and been doing it ever since. Um, I think people look at that and think, 
well, that's not that tough. You know, put that together. And, mm-hmm. But there's just a lot of little things, sunrise, sunset times. I mean, correcting or, like, editing all the sunrise, sunset yeah, times. Yeah, we go through those, oh, you know, and then you just hope for the best. And, and you got to read every darn one of them because every time you fat finger one or something and it's mm-hmm. like, and there's a mistake. Um, there's a, a lot goes into it. And then today, I just looked before I came in here. We, we've... In the last couple of years, I've opened up the calendar photo contest to the public. Mm-hmm. We've always we've always gotten uh, photos from the public, people that we invited to attend, and we, I invited those people because I just happened to know who they were. Mm-hmm. And so now we kind of open up online to anybody and everybody, so we get hundreds of photos. Mm-hmm. You got to wade through those, and then you got to wade through ones that we're very 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 picky about mm-hmm. what. You know, we want to put out the best product possible, hands down. That's, that's our goal. And I looked, like I said, before I came in here, I think we narrowed it down to 30, 28 or 30 photos. Well, there's only 12 months. Mm-hmm. And then, we just, don't, then we, we just don't pick 12 best ones and throw them in the magazine. you got to pick 12 that correspond with the month, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying by that is you don't want to put a white-tail fawn in, in spots in January. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not what's going on then. Right. So that makes it hard because you, you can look at it and go, oh, man, we, we're, just, we're loaded with – we're always, always, always loaded with uh, spring and early summer photos, waterfowl, shorebirds, mm-hmm. uh, um, songbirds and whatnot. We're always loaded with those because uh, – We're always loaded with birds, period. Period. And, yeah. and some of them are just unbelievable. But I can't have a bird calendar – yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. uh, but, and, and the, these photographers, uh, there's some really talented people out there. I understand that, but the, the equipment is getting, you know, so good, as I mentioned earlier, that, uh, we get some really cool stuff, mm-hmm. some really cool stuff. And we help, or we hope that people abide by our short list of rules and regs, like they got to be taken in North Dakota and, and, mm-hmm. and things like that, um. But if you're listening out there and you're a photographer, we're always short on winter photos. Mm-hmm. I don't think people want to be out shooting stuff in the winter. Yeah. And, um, and this, I think, surprised some people. We don't have a lot of hunting or fishing activity photos. Right. We just don't see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily with uh, the dead critter, but no, the actual no, hunt. Y- yeah, yeah. Something yeah. that somebody took the time and, and oh, this is a pretty, you know, a sunrise, sunset in the Badlands, people stalking deer or glassing or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not looking for a grip and grin of somebody holding the walleye in a boat, even if it's a cute grandson or grand- mm-hmm. granddaughter. That's not, but more of an activity than doing the activity. We mm-hmm. don't, we get very, very few of those. We've got one, uh, we got a fishing one this year that uh, I'm pretty certain we're going to run and it's a gorgeous photo. Um, I have no idea who took it. Um, but I couldn't tell you the last time we ran a fishing photo on the calendar. I just don't know. It's been mm-hmm. a long time. Mm. So Maybe I should send in that one I got of you, Kayla, when we were pronghorn hunting where you're sitting on the bipods. Yeah. You know, prob- staring ahead. probably the last <laughs> fishing activity photo we ran was of you. Before yeah. I worked here. Before you worked yeah. here. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah some, Ashley took that at you, correct? Yeah. Small mouth <laughs> fishing. Yeah. And you said we lack, obviously, because they're just a little harder to capture, but fish in general? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. hard to. Obviously, they live underwater, yeah. but yeah, it's hard to um, take picture. Yeah. I can't hold my breath long enough to get a picture. <laughs> but even just like an artsy, not just a grip and grin, but something. Right, right, know. right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We, but it, it's it's interesting to see what we got coming out this or what we have to choose from this year. Some of them are just like, wow. I mean, it's. I think people will be impressed. So, mm-hmm. but hopefully, we'll be able to fill all the months with appropriate photos. Mm-hmm. And the calendar usually comes out, uh, you know, in December. Yeah, early, early, early. So you can get all the sunrise and sunset time. Yeah, because what I like to do is I like to have it off the press uh, by the end of November because people are clamoring. I mean, we do have a lot of people that do all these Mm pre-orders, and they keep calling, and when's it coming out, when's it coming out, when's it coming out? So we get it off the press and in our hands and in readers' hands by uh, end of November is perfect Mm -hmm. or or. Or very early in December, mm-hmm. so, but, and that too is, a, I, I we just give this stuff away, mm-hmm. three bucks, yeah, you know, for this, but, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Well, I mean, mainly we're just trying to cover some of the expense of the printing yeah, and ink, yeah, you yeah. Know? and we do that, and you know? and uh, yeah. but it's, uh, I just think I think we put together, be it the magazine or the calendar, calendar obviously is part of the magazine. Uh, we put together a really nice product for very little money. So, mm-hmm. so looking back through all the magazines throughout the years, was there any articles that that struck you by surprise that maybe we haven't done again, or or something like, or mm-hmm. kind of weird ones, or you know, it's 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 funny. Uh, I think it depends on who the editor who the editor was at the time. Some of the stuff they did, you could tell what they fancied and what they, mm-hmm. what they'd lean like to squirrel hunting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. get into that later. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, nothing off the top of my head that I can think okay. of. Um, you know, back in the day they did more, oh, people out, just kind of random people out hunting and this and that and, and doing the story about the family or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, um, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But it's, I think today we have so many issues Mm-hmm. We have so many things that we need to address, and we need to, to address them correctly that we, we don't leave much room for um, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, of course, I write about my family a ton in, in my column, but that's what that column's designed to do, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it's a personal column. Backcast, so. if anybody's wondering. What yes. Yeah. Where'd yeah. that come from? That came, I'm, I I grew up in Oregon, and uh and like I said, and grew up with a fly rod in my hand. I never saw a spinning rod until I moved here in my mid twenties. Never held one. <laughs> and all I've, I've, and then even to this day, we're always in Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota, chasing trout with my kids. Um, so backcast is is I wanted something fly fishing related, and it's you got the forward cast and you got the backcast. Mm-hmm. So backcast sounds cooler than forward cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So have you fly fished for pike in North Dakota yet? Several times. Lots Got of one. times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. They're um, crazy fun on a fly rod. They are. <laughs> and I've I've caught pike, uh, smallmouth, a uh, handful of salmon. Used to float tube uh, Rodeo Bay up in the, back in the day when uh, I could stand that, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning sitting in a float tube. It doesn't sound very appealing to me now, but... Um, <laughs> And not tomorrow, I won't. No. <laughs> oh, and trout and uh, um, 
biggest wall I ever caught was at McGregor Dam up by Tioga. I had a little 14-foot Lund boat, and I was throwing woolly buggers and with my fly rod and, and landed one of seven, eight pounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out, a guy I knew, um, maybe he still holds the record, but he holds like some line class fly fish caught walleye. It's a, wor- it's, uh, a world record. It's at a Tioga. I think he caught like a 13-pounder on a fly mm-hmm. rod. I can't remember what the t- uh, test was on the line, but it was a big okay. fish. Yeah. Dick Molusky. So if you're out there, here mm. What shout up, out. What up, Shout Nick? out. <laughs> what up? <laughs> but. Do you remember any of the other editors' column names? <sighs> or no? You know, I, I wonder if Ed was so far before my time, and I don't know if he wrote a column. And then Harold, his was Afterthoughts, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if, if Ed, Ed wrote a column. Do you remember that? That's yep. well before your time too, you know. mm-hmm. but because he started in like 1962, you know, year after I was born. So, mm-hmm. but columns are hard to write. I don't think people get that either. I, I think they're. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of it kind of probably comes like doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty soon you've done what 31 episodes. Yep, yep. And it's like, what else? What else are we going to grab? You know, yeah. it's kind of like oh, yeah. You almost got to go have another experience. Yes. <laughs> do something you different. Do. You do. Know? It does. Say you need to go Wilson snipe hunting and then yeah. you can do uh, it about that. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I was thinking about this the other day because I am closer to the end of my career than I am at the beginning. Uh, I've been writing columns, you know, for years, even before I came here. And I've, you know, it's got to be in the hundreds now, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I'm always trying not to repeat myself, but I'm sure I do. Um, but, uh, anyway, I enjoy sitting down and writing and when it's some days it's easier than others. Kayla could attest to that. She writes a lot and does a nice job with the drift and that's a personal column. Um, mm-hmm. it sneaks up on me every month. Yeah. 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 Now I that know. you've Speaking got fish, that, it's yeah. like, well, yeah. you'll have yeah. a lot more stuff to write about. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep writing about life. <laughs> I remember I've, haven't gotten too many complaints over the years, but I remember somebody reached out to me. Anonymous, anonymously through the mail and, and basically told me to don't write anything about fly fishing anymore. <laughs> and, 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 and I thought, you know, do I write a lot? And I, I really don't. Yeah. You know, maybe one a year I'll reference it or something. And I thought, okay, okay whatever. But, you know. Maybe it was a fly fisherman that didn't want any more competition. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he didn't change my mind. Yeah. But, uh, but it made me, made me look and see mm-hmm. what I was doing. So, yeah. but uh, I, Writing's fun when it flows. I mean, there are days where it's like, I could do this, you know. You I still could. write letters to your wife? I don't. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If she, no, I don't need to, I guess. <laughs> I don't, need don't, to. don't tell her that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if she's listening or not. <laughs> no. I text her. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, that's writing. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> Shorthand writing a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. <laughs> <That's writing. laughs> yeah, yeah. I wrote a column the other day. Nobody's going to think this is cool at all, but I do. Because um, we sit, I think with my fingers when I type. It's just, it seems like my fingers do more thinking than my head is. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at home the other day, and I do this all the time too, is when I'm driving somewhere or something, I remember something. One of the toughest things about a story is the lead. Mm-hmm. The first paragraph. 
you know, and then you got your nut graph follows that. You get those two things down, the story is, to me, is done. Mm-hmm. So I'll be driving somewhere doing it, and I'll, I'll just keep repeating stuff to myself that I, I can't forget it by the time I get home. I can't forget it by the time I get home. It's probably a record button on your cell phone. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you I just dictate it. Yeah, I could. But So anyway, <laughs> I, I get home, and, and I kept saying it over and over in my head, and I, I got home, and I sat down and, and wrote an entire column longhand. I hadn't done that in a long, long time, and it just felt good. People are going to think, oh, the guy's a weirdo, but, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a writer, it's it, – uh, it was kind of cool. It's kind of going mm-hmm. old school, and uh, and then I brought it in the next day, typed it up, and I was done. So yeah, have you written any books, Ron? I have not. You gonna write a book when you're tired? You gonna write a book? I get pestered to do that, but you know, <laughs> you get to a point where I think when I get done doing what I do here, it's like, yeah, I'll just gonna hang it up. It's gonna so, squirrel hunt. Just squirrel hunt. Yeah, yeah. I want to get <laughs> I a squirrel. Bring, I bring up squirrel hunting because yeah. I think Ron and I are like seventy percent of the squirrel hunters <laughs> in North Dakota. I think so too. <laughs> Someone called me the other day and said, there's a hell of an acorn crop. So we got that look for it, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah, I know my boys and I have been trying to plant some of them. Yeah. Just spike in some acorns and see if they come up next year. I grew up in the woods, and that's the closest thing to, it takes me back to being a little kid again. Mm-hmm. And squirrels, as you know, they're, you know, people see the ones in their backyard, you know, uh, farting around. And, and squirrels are hard. Yeah, you know the, the wild ones. I mean, mm-hmm. at least where I, maybe I hunt where they're educated. I have yeah. no idea. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> going back to the same spot. <laughs> yeah, but I I just enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. I enjoy chasing them. And then after you shoot one, you think, oh, why'd I do that? Because now I got to clean it. And there mm-hmm. are the toughest things yeah. to skin. My yeah. gosh, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I know my fun. my son and I. The one time we shot our limit of squirrels, and I was like, all right, we got to figure out a faster way to clean this. Yeah. So he grabs my cell phone, looks it up on YouTube, and he, yep. pretty soon he's just zipping the skins right off him. I was like, that is awesome. Are you doing the step on the tail method? Or yeah. The, or, yeah. Okay. Yep. Because mm-hmm. you can do that, you know, if you, especially if you have a rock or a stump or something. Because you know, I usually don't clean them until I'm done hunting. Mm-hmm. And many times when we're hunting squirrels, it's cold out. So yeah. by the time you get done hunting, the darn things are super cold. Yep. Um, but I've done the tail method. But I started doing, it's almost like halfway on the animal and just cutting the skin halfway around and just mm, pulling mm-hmm. them apart. And uh, that seems to work Yeah, because the tail method works good while they're fresh. Right. right. If, right. You, if they get rigor mortis mm-hmm. and cooled down, then it yeah. gets really tough. But, you know, as you know, you you pound a squirrel and hits the ground and... And then there, there are others, you know, you're still hunting. So uh, mm-hmm. you don't ever take the time to, yeah. to clean them yep. at the site. But, and they're good to eat. People mm-hmm. can't believe that. Oh, yeah. What do you do with them? Well, we eat them, you know. So, so I got a good story about eating squirrel. Mm-hmm. So we were, we were at home eat and we fried up some squirrel. And uh, my mother-in-law called. And, like, you can kind of hear her over the phone, you know, she was talking to my wife. And obviously she asked her what we were having for supper. And my wife said, squirrel. And I heard, I'm never eating over there again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that two birds with one stone? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but That's but good. she has. She's yeah. come back now. Yeah. Squirrel's really squirrel? good. No, she okay. hasn't. She hasn't gone the squirrel route. But she's tried almost everything else. So. Yeah. Has squirrel made it on the cover? Oh, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. Gosh. Ashley took a really cool photo that was on the back cover mm-hmm. an issue or two ago. And as yeah. soon as I saw that, that photo, um, I thought that's cover worthy, hands down, 
cool photo, but I thought if I put that on our hunting issue, the <laughs> August, September, if I put that on there, I'd get crucified. So. Well, season's still going on in February now, yep. so you can yeah. use it for February. Yeah. And, and why do we have a February season now? Because we extended it for more opportunity. Because yeah. squirrels really aren't. And and then I want to take credit for it because I bugged you. Yeah. I bugged you and I mm-hmm. bugged you. And you were cool about it. And, and you said, I'm going to look into this. Yeah. And we dug into it and yeah. talked to RJ. He's a small game biologist. And mm-hmm. and we really didn't have any concerns. They shouldn't be, um, you know, having little ones or anything mm-hmm. by then yet. And so yeah. we didn't think it would be, a, mm-hmm. you know, on the limited number of people that hunt squirrels in the state we weren't yeah. gonna, you and ron yeah, yeah we weren't going <laughs> to cause any population crash at that yeah. point but it is an opportunity for um some small game that mm-hmm. is good table fare that you can still hunt a little longer into the season oh yeah i, I remember i was early in our squirrel squirrel hunting career here years ago um i think i had nathan with me who's 29 years old now um we were hunting up at lone tree and I, I had known this guy. He works in the conservation arena also. And uh, only time I've ever, ever seen another squirrel hunter. I looked down at the end of this tree row and I see the dude. And I was like, oh, I know you. <laughs> kind of way of like, you're the other guy that hunts uh-huh. squirrels. But, uh, yeah, there's some of those big block plantings and stuff like oh. Lone Tree and things. There's some pretty good opportunity. I would go back there. I just wish it wasn't an hour and a half away. You mm-hmm. know? But uh it's a good, I mean, you can do it on, if you're a snowshooer that yeah. likes to hunt. Like yeah. yeah. Squirrel hunting in February is mm-hmm. snowshoe time. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kayla, have you squirrel hunted yet? Well, I went with Ron for a, like a story that we did, yep. but we didn't get any. And then I was kind of like, then I just kind of got, I don't know that I <laughs> see myself getting really into it, but I was kind of bugged like, gosh, I kind of want to get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I went out a couple more times the end of that year or like January. Um, but I often brought the dog just kind of like to run him too, right. which I don't think was, he got really excited about squirrels. Yeah. Like he's pretty <laughs> jacked about them, but I don't think it was helping my shooting right. opportunities. Yeah. They get up there and then yeah. the squirrel disappears yeah. around the other side of the tree and you never see him. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll have to. And then last winter I was a little preoccupied, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe I'll have to give another go. Well, last winter just... Yeah, it was horrible because you couldn't even get in the woods. Yeah, I tried it one time. Finally, I just couldn't take it anymore. I went out there and I waded down the river bottom, and I was up to my waist in spots, and I could get my old butt out of there hardly. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was more work than I wanted it to do, and mm-hmm. I didn't see anything for squirrels. They were they were like, "What are you doing out here?" They're hiding. So yeah, yeah, we've even had there's a one WMA that was kind of up by where I'm at, and there was a, a sunflower food plot in it and you could still hunt squirrels if you wanted you just sit on the edge of the yeah of the woods and the sunflowers <laughs> pretty soon they'd start coming back and forth nice what else ron what's your what what's your favorite thing to hunt is it squirrels no 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 no, no. uh god i really 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 dig deer hunting mm-hmm. and i think i dig that so much because because it's it's like a lot of people my family gets together mm-hmm. and it becomes a big deal um pulling the trigger anymore is not that big of a deal it's the the semblance of deer camp and and the processing has become so much f- mm-hmm. fun for us you know my daughter's running the uh the vacuum sealer and nathan's cutting it up my youngest boy who's 20 he's allergic to deer really so, yeah like the meat itself or like not the, the meat just the hair okay. so you know by the time we're processing the animals have been skinned and whatnot so he you know, he's helping at that juncture and and uh so I dig that, but I just, 
I think if you were, if I, you were to hold a gun to my head and say, doggone it, you got to say, I know what's in your head. You got to say your favorite. Sharp tells. Mm-hmm. I just dig that. Yeah. I, I love sharp telling. Yeah. It's just, and it's, and it's here and gone so quickly, mm-hmm. you know, and we've, we've been hunting them this year um, from, well, we shot a number of them in uh, the Badlands this year out pronghorn hunting and then here in Burley County and, and, uh, and just a tip for if you want to go out there. I think a lot of those out west haven't seen a hunter yet. We were seeing grouse that you could tell they, they didn't even know, mm-hmm. what, know what we were. And, and uh, but uh, Yeah, I know my brothers would think I'm crazy because we used to be deer hunting in the Badlands or something, and I'd, be, I'd yeah. have a deer tag yet, and it's like, there goes some sharp tails. I'm going after the sharp tails. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and yeah. even in deer season, you hardly yeah. ever get close enough to yeah. them. But. And, and, and they get a bad rap in some circles too because, oh, they're not that good. I, I, I love the taste of sharp yeah. tails. You know, and I suppose you can throw anything in a stroke and offer a stew, and it's going to taste good. But God, I love them. So, mm-hmm. but a couple of your kids did not draw. They did not, year, but okay. still coming home for. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, Jack, my youngest, uh, got a buck tag, and he's going to school at UND. So, knock on wood for good weather, please, please, because I want him to be able to get home. Um, and I got a doe tag, and then my two kids from Colorado. They apply as non-residents, always for doe, and neither of them got drawn. But Lauren, um, just she moved home in the September, so she's a North Dakota resident now, and so she can start applying for building some points for a buck or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. and she'll she'll apply for a doe. Uh, it's just Nathan. He's, <laughs> you know, unless our numbers go up, he's going to struggle for a couple yeah. of years, I think. But, mm-hmm. um, but they're, they'll all be home this year. And Nathan will fly in, and and uh, he'll be one of our. He'll shuttle us around and do some walking and stuff like that. And I love having him around when we skin the deer. He's darn good at it, and uh, it makes my jo- my life easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> and but the other kind of the bummer thing is that you know some people aren't going to feel sorry for me because they don't have a deer tag at all. But it's like, oh, we only got two. Because I like to have I like to eat three or four yeah. of them. You know, we mm-hmm. we eat the heck out of them. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a pronghorn. You can yep, eating that right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the meat? Love it, love it, love it. I know. You know, and I've only shot three in my life. None of them trophies. And uh, um, when every one that I've shot has been close to evening, and and that night has always gotten below freezing. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so the meat's just always just nice. you know, and then yep. just skin them the next morning. And uh, so the meat's always been taken care of very well. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think I'm good. Yeah. Unless you got something yeah. else you want to throw No, no, I appreciate the time. All right. Well, we'll get into the department droppings, but thanks for being on, Ron. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the big deer opener, November 10th at noon. Yeah, and on opening day, the uh, which is observed Veterans Day holiday, um, our game of fish offices will be open till one o'clock. That'd be the 10th of November. Uh, just a reminder with all the hunting seasons, but deer season, especially, um, hunt for tomorrow. So just leave a good image out there for hunting. Make sure gates are left as you found them. Um, as things get wet here, I mean, I guess things will freeze, but just be mindful of road conditions. Um, just be safe and respectful when you're out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things will freeze a little, but there's a lot of trails that have fairly good size puddles in them and so you're going to end up with frozen over the top 
and able to break through. So I just want to make people aware to be cautious with the moisture out there, tearing up roads and trails. Um, and then we'll have our final, well, maybe five. We postponed the Watford City one. We don't know the date yet, but um, four advisory board meetings towards the end of deer season coming up. You can get on our website and check that out. And now that we've dropped the droppings, you can get off the pot and get outdoors. <laughs>